Kelly, cool day live. We have an intro song now. Hey, <laughs> this is our second episode of Cool Day Live. It's good to be back. Um, yeah, so since I'm starting it off, uh, I learned a lot from last week, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna make the same mistakes. I feel a lot more relaxed. I was telling Brian, I think I can disclose this information. I was fucking nervous last week, man. I was going into it. I was like, yo, let me bang out a couple shots. And of course, once it was time to start recording, I felt like that Mr. Krabs meme. (laughs) 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 But it's all good because today I'm very coherent and I'm here. So let's do some, uh, let's cover some shit, yo. Dude, you know the way to always make me laugh. There's there's two memes that just looking at the picture is guaranteed to make me laugh. And it's the Mr. Krabs meme. And then the right. meme with the black kid with the headphones in where he's got his hand up in the air and he's like crying, jamming oh along. Oh my God. When it's like, I see that a lot associated with uh, Evanescence. But it's like, wake me up my, wake me up inside or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Save me! Yeah. <laughs> So funny, oh, man. Yo, memes of the future, man. <laughs> I saw one today. I saw one today. Um, it's these pages I follow. It's, it's Grape Juice Boys, the Blessed One, or the Blessed One, whatever. But it was a, a picture of a yak. It's a fucking yak. And it's like, uh, the caption is, if Ed Sheeran was a cow. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to see the damn thing to, to get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It looked like him. <laughs> <laughs> Probably was him. I don't know. I can't wait till we start doing video uh, blogs or, or video podcasts, yo. That's what we need when we start getting that real money. Yeah, when I get closer to the wedding and I'm like, you know, 20 pounds lighter, maybe I'll put myself on camera. Oh, okay. It's like that. All right, I got it. So, like Khalil said, memes of the future. But right now, we're talking about the present. So now it's breaking news a week late. All right. So, what you got? For- so this article is called Forget Plant-Based Burgers. Arby goes big on the meats with meat-based vegetables. So Burger King and some other fast food restaurants have decided to go, you know, more vegan friendly with their food and have plant-based burgers. Arby's says, I'm going to buck that idea. I'm going to go in the opposite direction. So now they're they're taking meat and making it look like, <laughs> like vegetables. Bro. Bro, I saw this shit. Dude. I saw this shit today on the fucking it looks, The carrot <laughs> looks so gross. Like it looks. This is. This might be. Yo, it was the carrot. It was the fucking <laughs> carrot. I saw the carrot. Oh my god, yo, that carrot is getting a lot of hits, yo. Uh, I know, man. So one of another news source picked it up and said Arby's trolls vegans with their new menu, and then a comment on the original <laughs> thing that I saw said take that vegans right it was like the top comment with all these likes and you know 
I'm not vegan, right? But but I have friends that are vegan and I respect them for that. And if I wasn't such a selfish piece of shit, I might be vegan too. Right. So let's, pre- let's pretend for a second that I'm full anti-fucking vegan. If I'm going to debate a vegan, I'm never bringing Arby's in an argument. Like, like imagine someone came up to you and was like, I'm vegan. And your immediate response is like, what? How can you not eat Arby's? I am a full-on meat eater and I don't eat Arby's. Arby's is oh fucking trash. God. Oh, my God. Yo, you know what's crazy? It's like, I'm not even going to lie. I actually, I don't get Arby's. I eat Arby's probably like once every three years. Um, I, I guess it's not that great. It's pretty. every If you had the, the what is it, the beef and cheddar, it pretty much tastes like every fucking thing else they got on the menu, right? I mean, the, the fries are cool. I like curly fries. I like the horsey sauce. You got to give the whole I do the like, I like the horsey sauce. Credit. I'll yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, they yeah, they definitely too. good, good condiments. Absolutely, <laughs> plenty of napkins. But yes. um, but uh, yeah, that's a damn shame, man. It's like yo, Arby's, yo, Arby's <laughs> out here, yo, setting a bar, yo. It's like, remember me, remember me, motherfucker. Yeah, I got them. The med- what do they call them? Vegetables, vegetables. Yeah, how do you pronounce that? Vegetables. I, I don't even fucking think they know, dude. It's not even clever, yo. It's <laughs> no. not even good. <laughs> Just put an M in front of vegetables. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Kudos, so, Arby's. Yeah, congratulations. You're the first and last fucking company to try to <laughs> this. Yo, these carrots look fucking repulsive. I'm looking. They got the nerve to put four of them on a plate. Just put one. We get it, yo. You ain't yeah. got to put four of them on that fucking dish. And did you ever watch California Raisins when you were a kid? Or am I going back, like, too far? Because I, I got a lot of hand me down. I didn't know who the fucking California Raisins were until uh, I saw Straight Outta Compton. Cause they clowned okay. it in that, and I'm clowning it now. Nah, I don't know shit about <laughs> California raisins, but apparently they're running the big bucks. Yeah, well, they had a they had a carrot TV show host, and it looks just like these fucking carrots. But oh my see, goodness. I always forget because me and you are like the same age. But right. I got hand me down everything, you know. And my hand me downs were hand me downs from my cousins to my brother, you know. So I was going to first grade right. like, hey. Do you guys watch Alf? And they're like, what the fuck is Alf? <laughs> Yo, I thought, Alf was definitely for grownups, right? That's why you're so mature now, Brian, yo. Well, fucking no, Alf is, Alf. A, Alf is a fucking puppet from space that eats cats. I don't think it's for grownups, just people oh, that okay. used to watch it. <laughs> yeah. okay. what, what was Alf's deal, yo? Because I, what, what was the last thing I saw? He was on Dave Chappelle. Last time I saw Alf was like, he's like, hey, Dave, great work. When like days having sex, <laughs> yeah. do you remember that? He just pops up on yeah. a, hey, great, hey, great work. He actually just died, the guy who did the, the voice of L. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the puppet yeah. itself. I was about to be like, how was that parting ways with your, it's like some Mr. Hat shit. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we had a good first episode. <laughs> That's, we can say that. Um, <laughs> so one more for breaking news a week later. This is a little heart warmer. Um, this 13-year-old opened a bakery, and for every cupcake he sells, he gives one of them to the homeless. And I don't like to name 13-year-olds, but I feel like I should. And this, because he deserves the recognition, his name is Michael Platt. Michael From a Platt. young age, Michael Platt loved two things, the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. and nice. cupcakes, right? So he lingered by the I Have a Dream poster in his grandparents' house, imagining ways he could fight for justice 
He memorized statistics about inequality and childhood hunger, but he also, on his free time, watched a ton of baking videos on YouTube. So he decides to open a bakery with this one-for-one model. Everyone he sells, he'll give another to the homeless. And then twice a month, he goes to homeless shelters, domestic violence centers, and transitional living facilities to give out cupcakes and cookies. And he said his favorite part was when he gets to hand them out to children. This is a 13-year-old. And he was like... Dude, and 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 it's so it, it just shows how much more they're in tune because like someone our age, you know, it's unfortunate they're like, man, I see a lot of injustices. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna write a fucking six paragraph Facebook status about how this is bullshit, and then I'm gonna go about my day. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I'm gonna fight with people on a on a news article about it, but then I'm gonna call it a day. Like this kid actually did something. He did something positive. He did something that's fucking awesome. And it's 13. I mean, that that that's that's awesome. That really is, man. It definitely gives you uh, hope for the mm-hmm. new generation. You know, that's that's pretty commendable. Good for him. Shout out to him. What's his name again? Michael Platt. Michael Platt. That's for you, bro. Look, at those, go, wave, look at those wavelengths. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, do you sweat a lot? Are you sweating right now, man? Dude, I sweat always. Like you think okay. that you, you think it's a joke about me, like not wanting to get on camera. When you're in a relationship, right. you let yourself go so bad. Like if anybody wants to see me right now, just fucking watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and I'm Carl. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my man Carl, yo. It's been a while since I seen that shit. So that brings us to our next segment, Unwanted Opinion. And what we're going to talk about today is the key to success. The key to success. What is the key to to success? It's a different key for everyone, you know, and that's the reason that I wanted to do this is because this is actually a fairly new um, revelation, might you say, that I have because, you know, what success meant to me really changed the definition i really i really changed what success actually was you know coming up on my 29th birthday when i was you know in this existential crisis about about my life you know because you know for a long time i was so relying upon comedy even in high school it was just an identity to me is like being this funny guy and and doing funny things and i would write and i would do skits and i thought like yo i need to like I need to be a comedian. I need to be a writer. I need to make movies. I need to do stuff like that. And I made a few skits on online and, and, and they didn't go so well, you know, with my old roommate, this is about like two, two, three years ago. So then I started writing and I just started writing. I worked really hard on this, on this TV show pilot for, uh, for Amazon, um, before Amazon prime, like really blew up. And, and I remember sending it to oh, him and shit. I was so excited and, and it got turned down and it just like, it affected me. You know, and, and right. I felt and I and I felt like I was a failure. I felt like I was unsuccessful and I just couldn't succeed. And, you know, I, I forgot about it and I moved on and, 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 and I just started to live my life day by day. And then, I you know, it was coming up on my birthday. And when you're turning 29, you're a year shy of 30. And, and it was just like, man, like time is running out. Like, what am I what am I going to do? And, and it just took to talking to some people and like looking at myself and and a looking back you know, six years ago, you know, I was, I was this junkie. I had nothing. I had nobody. Um, you know, I, I had a handful of friends that were there for me, but they were sick of watching me do this to myself. And, 
and, and, and I look at where I'm at now and it's like, you know, I have a job that allows me to be creative in certain aspects. I have the freedom to do these hobbies that I like to do. But most importantly, man, like I have this beautiful, incredible, loving woman um, that just every day when I walk home and get in, uh, walk in the front door for work is just an absolute blessing. And, and I, and I made that decision of what my priorities were and what success to me is. And, 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 and I truly believe I'm one of the most successful people out there, you know, like as far as like what, what my standards are successful because as a young kid before high school, I just wanted a wife and I wanted a family and I really hit the lottery with this person I found and, 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 you know, don't, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that people that, don't the people that make a lot of money or, or, or own businesses or stuff aren't successful. It just depends on what your definition of success is. Absolutely. Yo, I mean, um, first off, that's fucking awesome. I love all of that you just said, and I cannot wait to meet this wonderful woman that allowed you to be in her life. I think that's pretty sick, but I think it's also, um, it's, it's, it's good to hear that. Yeah. So my man B Kelly, man, I've, I've seen him go through shit. And it is cool. And, and I really am proud of you, dude. I really am. Um, I can't say I, I know a lot of people who are able to overcome this shit, man. You know, I, I drive around asses still and I still see some familiar faces. I'm like, oh, my goodness. People that you know, bro, people that live right around the corner from you. I'm not going to drop names this time. But, you know, it, it, it's it's awesome to hear that you got to this point, man. And I'm very proud of you. I, yeah. I appreciate it, man. You know, and and I don't and, and and this episode isn't a isn't supposed to be geared towards me. It's it's right. It's supposed to if you're looking for success, I think my goal of this was to look at what what matters to you. And and, right. and it doesn't have to be my version of success. Like let's just say you're, you know, you're hanging out with a chick or whatever, and she may really like you and you don't know how you feel about her, but you're not really you don't see yourself being in a committed relationship and you want to make a lot of money and you want to make a lot of business, well then stop stop dragging this girl along, wasting right. both of your time and focus on your dream. You know, like, like right. you just got to figure out your priorities and put your priorities first. And, and and if making money is your top priority, then that has to come first. And like, for me, it is like my, my, my priority is to make sure the person that I'm agreeing to spend the rest of my life with is as happy as possible. And I can treat them as good as, uh, as I possibly can. And then when I have free time, you know, then, then I get to do the creative stuff, you know, creative stuff and all that fun stuff is secondary. And, and luckily, if you find someone, if someone that truly loves you, then your your secondary thing shouldn't be an issue, you know, like right. it shouldn't be an issue for you to go away for two hours on a Thursday to 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 record a podcast or anything like that, or to film or to write or do things right. like. But <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like no, nah, you, you. I feel like once you reach, like once you find serenity, you're good. You know what I mean? And and it is a shame when you see a lot of people that are pressured, and especially in this day and age with, we're always going to fall back on social media. Social media is a, such a powerful fucking factor when it comes to this now. Um, my wife was telling me about, I, I, I'm going to try to uh, tell the story the right way, but apparently a uh, a mom recently posted on her blog about um, a woman who showed up at a pool, a rich, a wealthy woman who showed up at a pool with her daughter and pretty much turned the pool into a photo shoot and then left. So her daughter really didn't get to spend time in the pool, but you know, the woman assumed that this woman was just doing it for social media. And it's a shame that 
you know, some people, and it, like I said, what I'm saying isn't so profound, but it's a shame that, you know, people put on this front and feel like they have to show off for people. And if you're not impressed with me, then that means I'm doing something wrong. And it, 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 it is a shame. And I feel like whatever makes you happy, you know, and it, the shit sounds corny to some people, but it, it really is something that we take for granted. You wake up, you got a roof over your head. I hear about all this stuff that's going on with, um, you know, with everybody at the border and people being detained and these, these miserable living circumstances. Uh, I think we, it's, it's the little things that we, so even you talking about your woman, I think about that all the time, man. It's nice. It's nice to feel like somebody is putting up with you. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It's a shame when I see people that I went to high school with, not even necessarily, I didn't even have to go to high school with them. I could probably come from the same town as them. And I feel like sometimes when I talk with people and they want an update on what you've been doing and some people are, there's some people like, I'm so sick of seeing people and people want to talk about work. Oh, what do you do for a job? What do you do? Does that matter? Does it matter? Why, why do we always talk about our work? I just want to know if you're good. Are you happy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fuck all of that superficial shit. I don't care about you getting paid uh, good or, you know, you got a big fucking house. And it's like, because we just trying to show off. I feel like everybody's just trying to compete with each other. We feel like we're all in the same kind of race and we're not, we're really not. What, what, what I got going on doesn't have to do with what you got going on, you know? And don't, don't feel like you have to compete with me. Don't feel like I'm over here looking at you. Like I'm judging you. I ran into, um, I run in, I ran into recently. She was serving up at, uh, at a not your average Joe's in Glen Mills. Mm-hmm. She came over. She, she was my server. She came over to, uh, I was there with my wife and daughter. She comes over and she's like, Oh, Hey, you know, club what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. You know, we just kind of catching up. And she, she started saying like, you know, she was talking about her work and being a server. And after she went to college and she was like, yeah, you know, I'm just doing this. And, you know, she made it seem like she was downplaying the shit. And it's like, yo, ain't nobody judging you. Like we're all busting our asses still. You know what I mean? I think you need that sense of modesty when when getting to that point where you feel like shit's falling apart around you or I don't know, just feeling like you have to give people good news or over the top good news for them to be, um, I guess, proud of you or impressed or I don't know, man. <laughs> and it's tough and we all do it like, dude, don't get me wrong. Fucking payday. I, f- I walk around feeling like I'm Scrooge McDuck. You know what I mean? Right. Diving into my right. change. Then, Gold coins, hell yeah. You, you know, but then I, I get paid every two weeks. That second week, I'm like Oliver Twist. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like Can the I thing have some change. More, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like, but I think it, it's just a matter of like, yo, find out what's important to you. Do what you got to do because you know what? Some people may not have a job that, that's ideal, but allows them to do what they want to do for hobbies if it's travel or whatever and focus on it but what i can what i can assure you is convincing other people that what you're doing or convincing other people that that you're succeeding is taken away from their chance at succeeding right right so if you're posting online to market something or you're trying to be marketable that's one thing but i see a lot of people 
that want to do that want to actually have the fame and want to have stuff like that. And that's cool, man. And if you want to be an actor, like act, but like if you're spending at least four hours a day, making sure social media sees that you're trying to act, you're taken away from improving your skill of actually acting. You know, right. if, 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 if there, everyone knows that a Facebook social media type deal is, is a resume, even, even this podcast, you know, I, I, I have the ability to edit this podcast. I can make sure that whoever's listening to this podcast sees me in the nicest light that I want them to see me. This is not real right, life. Social right. media is not real life. Right. So make sure that real life is good and make sure that it's Absolutely. honestly good, you know, because that, it, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Like focus on what does, because that's our problem is we focus on things that don't matter and, and, and focus on what true happiness is. And we all struggle. Everyone fucking struggles. Right. right. Nah, yo, I hear you. I think uh it, it was cool when I when I over the weekend I saw um a lot of my good friends from from back in the day. And it was so nice just for how much um I would say I'm not I wouldn't say that I'm struggling, but I'm talking about the, the usual shit, you know, finances, you know, bills and shit like that. Shit gets stressful. It's nice to see a familiar face and just be able to bust it up with somebody and just talk and laugh. Yeah, man. Instead of you, you know, it, it's it's so funny. It's like I have I have associates that would rather you know go out and and spend money at bars and go bar hopping and just you know do you know uh, young boy shit. And then I have other friends that are just cool with, hey, you know, it's Saturday. I ain't got nothing to do. It's my day of relaxation. I'm going to see my friends. We're going to have a bonfire, something like that. And it's like, it's the little things, you know? And I feel like it always, the older I get, I feel like it's 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 just always the little things that I just really um, gravitate towards. And and I don't know, man, it's life is good, yo. So I know shit, Yeah. <laughs> I want to make it clear what we're saying is just our our view of it. So don't don't please don't take anything we're saying as like a matter of fact. It's just our opinion, our view. But but I, I'm I'm with you on that. Where it's like I don't go to big dinners, and my friends used to give me shit because like you know there's like 15 people at a dinner, and 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 I used to go every Friday when I was single and I was miserable and I didn't I wanted to be anywhere but by myself. Um, right. You know, I went through this depression about two years ago that, that was tough. And, and when I go through depression, I don't do it the Hollywood way where I lock myself in a room. I just don't go home for, for long periods of time. But now that I was able to get right with myself and things started falling into my place and I slowly built this life around me, it's like if I'm going out, I don't want to go out with more than three people because three, you know, four people at a dinner table, you're going to have conversations of substance. You know, you're going to actually right. have meaningful conversations and I will take a meaningful conversation as a quantity of people any day of the week. And right. people, people tease me. You'll see me like I don't do well in, in big situations. I get very, very socially awkward in big situations because I can't really have genuine conversations in those. It's right. just yelling and bullshit. And it's hard like, to connect with somebody. It's yeah, very it's hard. Like yelling over the fucking table. You sitting at one of those Citizen Kane tables. You yeah, know? dude. You know, so hurt that man Oof. you feel like you're turning into your parents man the older you get oh dude every you day you look at a lot of shit that you do when you're like oh my goodness let me tell you something i my dad i love god bless my dad i love him my dad just says shit he used to tell me shit when he would call me and i would be like why does he think anybody cares about this like oh, he's he's just telling yeah. me nonsense and i'm him now 
So I right. had my windshield broken and Safelight had to come replace it. And uh, I asked the guy at Safelight, I said, what are you going to do about the, uh, the SunPass sticker? Do I have to get a new one? And he said, oh, no, I'll, 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 I'll switch that for you. It's no problem. So at night, me and Jade are eating dinner and I just go, yeah, so the guy at uh, Safe Flight was able to save my sun pass. He took it right off my old windshield and put it on my new one. <laughs> she was like, what? <laughs> Why would you tell well, me that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as shit, man. That's like me yesterday. Going to fucking, I'm, I'm over here like Hank Hill with the propane now. I first ran out of propane and I went up to, uh, to Home Depot and, you know, I go up there and I was so hyped when it was like, yo, refill your propane tank for 20 bucks. I was like, fuck it. Best <laughs> news I heard all goddamn day, yo. I was at Acme today, man, and the propel, the propel was uh the 24-ounce bottles were on sale for 88 cents. Fuck yes. Yes, yo, I love me a good sale. Two for seven on Yo Play Oikos yogurt. Have you ever had that shit? Oh yeah. It's great. Banging, right? That Greek yogurt, 15 grams of protein, you know what I mean? Six net carbs, zero grams of fat, six net carbs if you're still doing the keto thing. (laughs) Holy calamity, scream insanity. Are you ever going to be another great fan of me? Think you know black people? You don't. This is stereotype. Oh, hey. Um, so Brian sent me a list earlier. I was struggling. It's a shame that I have to uh, go to such extreme measures to find out about my own people. See, you're going to have, was... have to reword this immediately because you're just really bringing my stock down. <laughs> right, I Googled, right, right. <laughs> I Googled <laughs> black stereotypes and right, I sent him he straight from an article. He sent me the list and I, I love the article that he sent me because there it's the uh Trying the to set nine. me up, man. Like you're just uh, like. Oh, and I almost had you <laughs> right. too, man. Hey, Brian, um, I don't know any black stereotypes. How much time yeah. you got, brother? I'll take you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man alright so yo here's this list so this list has nine things on it and I'm trying to think I'm, I'm pretty sure we're just going to tackle all nine of these and feel free to, to have input on this we're going right, to go through so, all nine huh a little shotgun we're going to go through all nine if that's cool that's fine with me alright so should we go from should we, should we start at nine or should we start at one however you want to do it man this is your thing okay okay alright we're going to start at nine Number nine on this list said, good at dancing. Brian, am I a good dancer? I don't know. No, I can't dance. I am not a good dancer. I don't dance, man. I just pull up my pants and do the rock away, man. Straight up and lean back. No, I'm not good at dancing. Um, I actually don't dance. I'm pretty sure if I applied myself, I would be a good dancer. But I think that goes for everybody, doesn't it? Uh, well, I walk like a duck, so I'm probably genetically. It's probably because you want to walk inc- like a duck, yo. If you wanted to walk like a bear, you could walk like a bear if you if you tried. I'm, but- I'm just very uncoordinated. I I crashed a moped when I first tried to learn a moped. I don't think I could dance, but I think most oh, people could dance goodness. if they if they tried hard enough. I'm terrified. That's for what this I'm saying. Dance. I'm just yeah. that's what I'm, I'm like now. I see I see you know six year old Korean girls just fucking killing it, fucking break dancing and shit like that. So it's like. I guess really what I'm going to do is just debunk all of these that I'm at, that I'm uh, reading off. So don't take care of their children is number eight. Let me tell you something. I think I'm an excellent father. I don't want to speak for you, but, but Jason, just from the interactions I had growing up, I think not just stopping at you, I think your father was a great father. 
you know? Oh, fuck yeah. And continues to be one, yo. Yeah. It's never let me down. It's never left. You know what I mean? I I, I, I feel bad for, for I, I see young kids all the time. It's almost like you could tell a child who doesn't have their father, or at least I would like to say you could tell, you know what I mean? Cause I know how my dad was on me and I know how I'm going to be on my daughter. And I'm not no fucking drill sergeant, but I, I want the best for my, my child. I, I'm not going to encourage her to do dumb stuff. I'm not going to, I'm going to try to set my boundaries and not be so overprotective, but I, I'm a, I'm a damn good father. I feel like I'm getting a little too real <laughs> on this topic. I'm over here like starting to tear up yeah. and How shit. How dare you, uh, article? Right, right, for real. Like, God damn, yo, this shit needs to be fucking outlawed. All right, so been to jail. Who the fuck has not been to jail? Been to jail was number seven. I've been to jail. Who hasn't been to jail? It's 2019. If you ain't been to jail, you need to go, yo. I You're think, missing out. I think... I think we need to rephrase that. <laughs> I think you need to oh, we talking that. about like long stints? Are we talking about long stints? Or well, are we talking about like how long have you been? We talking in? about like trespassing you, or like so, disorderly conduct? So you haven't been to jail, Khalil. Neither. Oh, are we talking about crimes? Oh, we <laughs> <Yeah>. talking about <laughs> you? Oh, we talking you've about been, <laughs> You've been you've been arrested. And you were in a holding cell for a few hours, and then you went right. home to get to your bed. And then bed my mom and a, came and got yeah. me. Yeah. So you, oh, okay. You haven't been that's to not jail. What we're about? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, that's fake jail. All right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Nah. So yeah, Khalil came nah. out. Khalil got arrested. Came out three hours later with a tattoo on his face. <laughs> Did hard time. Yeah, right. With a fucking <laughs> lollipop and shit. Like, thanks a lot, guys. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just got done my nickel about five, ten minutes. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, shit. Somebody take me out to dinner. It's been a minute. <laughs> um, Number six, likes white women. Hmm. Number five, um, number six, like, likes white women. Um, Doesn't apply to me. It's so ironic. My wife is of the persuasion, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, aside from that, yeah, I don't, I don't really know about that. I, it's a shame because I'm looking at this list and I want to edit it so bad. Cause just me being an asshole, I am. I'm like, yo, likes any women, like motherfuckers, you could not have a head and niggas going to jump on you. <laughs> yo, she thick though, fam. Nah. Um, <laughs> Number five is players. What does that mean? Like basketball players, football players, or does it mean like a player? Like I'm a play, like we're players. I didn't even know that term was still in the rotation. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like a ladies man. Is that what that means? Play? No, because if you oh. look at number four, or I guess it means players means. Number four is athletes. Okay. What does a player do? How does a, how does a player play? I don't know. I've been taught from a very young age that I should not hate the player, but the game itself. Right. It's all the game's it's, fault. Yeah. So I don't have right, well, to say that. <laughs> wow. I don't think anybody wants to hear my take on black stereotypes, to be honest. Like, are these stereotypes a- accurate? We brought a white guy yeah, in to right, discuss. Right. I... I... Yeah, like I said, I'm struggling. This is why I just want to hurry up and get to three. Number four, athletes. Let me tell you something. 
I fucking hate basketball. Hate it with the passion. There's no shame in my game. I do not like the game. I do not like the sport. I will watch it all day. I am six foot two. I will not play fucking basketball with you. Don't ask me. Don't make it fucking awkward for me at the family function by singling me out and telling everybody that you want me on your fucking team. We're losing. These things suck. Number three is extremely sexual. Did you ever look up how to pronounce this word, yo? No, because you said I'm looking it up now. And that said I'm back. So I didn't think I had to do the footwork. No, I'm saying I'm back. I was just saying like I'm back. No, I looked it up. I just didn't I didn't I didn't press the uh, speaker to see how you pronounce it. Oh. Extremely sexually viral. 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 I'm gonna look it up right now, yo. Okay. This is what we, we're doing this right now. We're live. Viral. Viral. Um, it's it's having strength, energy, and a strong sex drive. This is so demeaning to everybody else. Every other race, I'm just like, yo, y'all should be shaking your fucking heads. This is this is insulting because I feel like a lot of these, it just really depends on who you are, right? Don't like to work is number two. Ay ay ay. Oh my goodness. I feel it's kind of like, am I just supposed to shoot these down at this point? I mean, this is Every this is your them? thing, man. I'm just I'm here for the ride. Yeah, and that's why I'm over here having a change of heart right now. I feel like the biggest Uncle Tom right now. Do don't like to work. Hey, we love to work. Remember, remember before 1863. Remember before 1863 when that Emancipation Proclamation was signed. Remember how much we used to work? That's fucked up. Um, <laughs> number one. Big dicks. Now, I don't want to go too deep into this because I don't want to make nobody cry out here. Nah, I'm just playing. Um, what, what, what's considered a big dick at this point? Is this, are we, are we able to talk about this? I mean, it really, it really depends. It depends on the situation. You know what I mean? Like, if I was to have to take one, I, it, a fairly small one would be a big one in my mind, you know? Right, so- right. So, I so think, it's kind of like it's very anything goes yeah, when it comes to it, it's based on uh it's it's a subjective term but I guess uh oh my god yo isn't that a shame yo and that, that kind of makes me look back on shit I'm like what what is the what's what's the uh what's what's the threshold here <laughs> I'm over here like using my hands I'm like uh what what Ay, ay, ay. Bro, we need a new topic. This ain't working out. Well, we're going <laughs> to... Stereotypo. We're, we're going to get a new topic because you went through all of them in one episode, so... <laughs> right, we'll right. Well, I'm so glad I did because can you imagine how awkward this would be if I designated one for each episode? I don't think that would go too well. Uh, we'll find something. We'll find something cool. It would be in and out. It would be in and out. It would be. It would be in and out. Yeah. Last episode, you said that uh, anytime someone reps Philly, you know, it means something. And anytime Philly's put on. So I wanted to make sure we did it today in history for Philly, which would be July 1st. Do you know what Philly is famous for on July 1st, 1874? No. 
Please enlighten me. That is where the first kidnapping for ransom in the United States no took way. place. Yes, took place in Philadelphia. Do, do we take pride in that? Uh, do we take pride in that? I mean, Philly, Bur- Philly versus everybody. What's up? Yeah. I mean, it. Have you ever seen someone post an article that's just like? Eagles fans are the most vile, disgusting human beings on the planet Earth. And everyone's like, you're damn right we are. And then they fart right, in the camera. Right, yes. Yeah, so I'm sure Philly does take pride in that. Um, but I'm going to tell you the story about Charlie. Charlie and his brother, okay. Walter, they were these two rich-ass kids, right? And they're playing in the front right. yard, and these two men pull up in a buggy. And the men ask the boys to say, hey, you boys want to go buy some fireworks? And the boys were like, Absolutely. It's 1874. There's never been a kidnapping for ransom before in the United States. Why would there oh be one now? Oh, my goodness. So they get in the car, and they were off. And then the men took these boys to neighborhoods they've never been and gave Walter, the older brother, a quarter and said, go get some fireworks. As soon as he stepped out of the car, they sped off with Charlie. So the dad didn't even notice the kids were missing until the neighbors told him what happened because the neighbors wow. saw them get in the car with these strange men. He decided... You know, my wife is in Atlantic City. I think it's best not to bother about our missing son. So she ended up finding out through a newspaper article. Um, Oh, no way. Yes. So then this dad gets this grammatical fucking nightmare of a ransom letter uh, demanding $20,000 and threatening to kill Charlie if he goes to the house. Hold up. Wait. $20,000 in 1874? I don't know the inflation, but a shitload. Um that's a lot of fucking money, yeah, yo. That's a that is a lot, Woo. a lot of money. Woo! I would have been like twenty dollars. Yeah. Well, they, so these people were super rich, right? And uh, damn. You know, but but he 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 opted not to heed the warning, and he went to the cops. Um, and he ended up spending his whole life trying to find him, but uh, he never succeeded. Although a few kids did pretend to be him to attempt to get in on the family wealth. But uh, none of them succeeded. They saw through it. So until to this day, the kidnapping remains unsolved. But oh, my goodness, I I, I do have a feeling he's dead. Do we have do we have his parents on the line right now? Is Charlie on the phone? (laughs) (laughs) Charlie, are you there right now? Are you here with us? I'm like over here doing a seance. Meanwhile, Charlie. No, that's a shame. Poor Charlie. I like to think that they just raised Charlie to be a a, a boy, you know, a a midlife, you know, middle class boy. Um, cause anytime right. a, a, a kid is kidnapped, it is sad, but I thought it was a cool piece of history. So I told it. Right, right. Now the first fucking ransom ever was in Philly. We got to make a list, man. Good shit. Good shit. <laughs> come to Philly for the first kidnapping. <laughs> I don't think that's right. right. I think that's Come one, come on. <laughs> yeah. Step right up. Hey man, this episode two. I think we're on to something, man. Thanks a lot for listening, y'all. And definitely follow us on Instagram at Cool Day La Podcast. <laughs> he sounded like Tracy Morgan reading a fucking cue card. <laughs> I'm Tracy Morgan. <laughs> follow us at Cool like, Day La Podcast. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, 21 Jump Street. He was like, real quick, uh, what'd he say? Uh, y'all like psychology? <laughs> Tracy Morgan. <laughs> That's my favorite line in it, yo. (laughs)